Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they're keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. What up, what up? It's your boy DJ Bugsy, Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. It's good to be back on the Mickety Mickety Mic. It's been about a four-month hiatus, but I'm back like I never left. You already know the vibes. I'm ready to be back in the building for sure. I got my man Scooter on the visuals. I got Eric on the audio. You know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to my son. He also in the control room. You know what I mean? So, you know, the whole fam is in the building tonight. And I got a very special guest. We go back. You know what I'm saying? You know, she came a long way from Lady Merck to Tammy Jean. She suffered her ups and downs, shortcomings, but she here by the grace of God. I want to welcome to the show the one and only Tammy Jean. Thank you so much for having me, Bugsy. Oh, guys, no problem. We definitely go back like changos and cool cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's. Yeah. Yo, you funny as hell. You got the brand new three pack. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into that first. Mm-hmm. It's called Unbelievable and the first single off Unbreakable. Is Unbreakable. That's right. So tell me I'm about- unbelievable too, though. <laughs> you both. I'm both. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. So talk about, um, I guess, the inspiration behind mm-hmm. that and, the sh- mm-hmm. you know, where did that come from? Because, you know, I listen to the full joint. I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is what we need. We need mm-hmm. someone that went through something, mm-hmm. then came back and, mm-hmm. and sh- displayed their artistry. So right. talk about that. Okay, so what inspired the actual title was, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, the downfalls that I right. um, occurred in the year of 2022 going into 2023. Okay. I'm going to just say mm-hmm. overall 2022 was a bad joint for me. Like it was, it was a, that whole joint was a, a yeah. dub. The whole, the whole year from the beginning to the end was a dub for me. Okay. Um, I mean, of course I'm here, so I'm thankful that I'm here, but right. from bad friendships to bad relationships, to just bad energy, to, mm-hmm. you know, this year being diagnosed with ulcerative colitis. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And the whole, actually from July mm-hmm. up until the ending of 2022, mm-hmm. I was sick. Okay. But it was like an on and off sickness. It was like a, oh, stomach pains, but I don't know why. But you know how you like, right. you don't pay it no mind. Like, it's like, oh, maybe I'm just um, going through changes, changes or it could just be my menstrual was like really bad this month. But then... Out of nowhere, the weight loss started, the excessive diarrhea started, the vomiting started, mm-hmm. the me not being able to taste anything I eat. And then at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm sick. Okay, right. <laughs> so, like, you know, I got sick in 2022, but I got diagnosed in 2023. So okay. that's why I said the whole 2022 was a bad joint for me. Okay. You Could know? you, um, trying to elaborate on bad relationships, is that what... <laughs> kind of like fuel that sickness I mean, or had something to do with yes, it? Yes, because it's caused by past trauma. So it's like I was in a very, very dark, you know, every relationship started out good. Okay. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this because I don't want to give this person. or that person that energy right? or that I time. I understand that. He had enough of that. Okay. But I feel like, yeah, when I, my doctor confirmed that this illness is caused by three things, bad eating habits, excessive stress, and past trauma. And, um, and in your case, in my case, I had all three. I I, I never was like a, the best eater. Okay. I mean, I ate I ate good, but my defi- our definition of good is not really healthy sometimes. That's true. So um, 
Yeah, so that, and then stress. I was dealing with stress. I had just lost my cousin Alexis. She got killed. And then I get into this relationship with this guy. I'm thinking everything cool. We rapping together. We doing this and that. And then out of nowhere, you want to kill me? And then mm. lie about it. <laughs> right. And then, you know, torment me the whole breakup. It just was a lot. Stalking so, and different things that I need. All of that. All of that and more. So it's just like... Damn, that shit is I, crazy. I, I had old, yeah, that's what I said, 2022, because I we, we got together in 2022. That's why I said that whole year was a dub. Like, I just so went, I wish I could just, just erase, erase that 2022. If I, if I could delete mm-hmm. that, whole that whole year, year? that'd be good. Okay. That'd now, let's great. talk about your new single. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And with, why you and, released that one first? And just back to your initial question was, what inspired the title, Unbreakable, with everything that I went through and everything that transpired from 2022 up into 2023, mm-hmm. I felt like for me to have come out and be discharged from Nazareth Hospital and write mm-hmm. write those songs that, right. fast, that fast, I think the one song, single, the one single, I'm a Live, I wrote that in an hour. Really? Yeah. Herrick sent me the beat. As soon mm-hmm. as I heard the beat, I wrote the, the whole thing in an hour. Okay. The second song um, that I wrote, which, which was Tunnel Vision, prior to me being admitted into the hospital, I had already released Rejuvenated, but not as a single, just as a video. So I had already had that song out the way. The Tunnel Vision song mm-hmm. and the I'm a Live song I just wrote. Okay. So fast because it was easy for me to write it because it was just basically verbatim everything I went through. Okay. So right. Doctor said, you know, so what was I mean? that therapeutic? Yes. As well? okay. I had to get that off. Right. I had to get that off immediately. I couldn't even waste a second. As soon as I got out the hospital, I said I got to write. Right. Because while I'm in the hospital. I'm on morphine. I'm in pain. I'm wearing a pamper. I'm laying on my back. It's hard to write like that. Yeah. But absolutely. as soon as I got home, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I, at that point, I feel like I was unbreakable. So <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about like coming up in Uptown. Let's go to Uptown mm-hmm. real quick because mm-hmm. Uptown to me got some of the best spitters that Philly ever seen. Absolutely. And I know a lot of people don't like when I say that because I'm from South Philly, but it's true. Like, I Oh, mean, really? Yeah, I'm from South Philly. I never Philly. knew that. I thought you were from Uptown, because that's where I met you at. Right. At the mall. Yep. The Shelham Mall. Yep, yep. But no, I'm <laughs> from South Philly. But I want to talk about Uptown and your humble beginnings. Can you just elaborate on your mm-hmm. upbringing in Uptown and yeah. kind of like how you got in the game? Yeah, actually. Um, actually, I got in the game when I was, I was I went to Fells High School. Okay. My Okay, so I went to Wagner Middle School, which is in Uptown. Everybody know where Wagner Middle School is. Right. If you're from Uptown, it's right there on the corner. It's not as deep down where Martin Luther King is, but it's right there. Smack right. in the middle. middle. Stinton, Shelton, that's right there, the intersection. Okay. Uh, what is that? Ogons and Stinton? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I went to Wagner Middle School. So my neighborhood school was supposed to be King, but my mom said, no, we're not doing King. Right. So she sent me to Fell. She sent me up Northeast. Mm-hmm. Because at the time, we was living in Adams Run, so she sent me to Northeast. And just just that whole experience, because I, I, when I went to school, mm-hmm. it was during a time where Eve was, I believe Eve was- At King. At King, and okay. I was in Wagner, and I think Quilly- and Cassidy was in Central. Cass, yep. So it was right. just like all of us. It was like Cassidy, Quilly, right. Eve, right. me. It just was like, like you said, it's, it's the era of like spitters. Like, right. yeah. there's a lot of spitters. Shout out spitters to Vodka coming. and Cheek Raw. Vodka, Cheek Raw, Core. A lot of dope rappers come from Uptown. Right. Um. Yeah, One Chain. Yeah, One Chain. Um, Shout out to her. She's been on the pod a, before. Yeah, I think I seen that interview. Yeah. It was a good one, too. Thank you. Very good one. Um. Yeah, a lot of dope rappers come from Uptown, just to right. say the least. But, but when did you say to yourself, because last time I remember you telling me that Eminem was your favorite rapper. Still is. Still Eminem is. and Jay. Jay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is that what 
gravitated you to the game to well, want to rap, or was the uptown thing? No, I mean, I, naturally being from, you know, that area where there's nothing but dope spitters inspire me, but, you know, hearing, like, Reasonable Doubt, hearing right. the Marshall Mathers LP Volume 1, hearing right. Miseducation of Lauren Hill, hearing... Right. You know, Lil Kim Hardcore. I like hearing all these people who I admire now as mm -hmm. artists. Right. And these are the OGs. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that I don't like the newer, newer rappers, people, right. but <laughs> this I come from the era of spitters where double entendres, triple entendres, punchlines, bars matter. Right. I don't come from the the era where that shit don't matter. <laughs> right. So of course I'ma like those people right. that use those things. And so yeah, that's what inspired me listening to those rappers, DMX. Yeah. I mean, it's just that's what I love. I love rap. I love bars. That's and I, and I, and I mm -hmm. actually used to go to the Island of Cyphers. Okay. I remember I used to get off the, coming from uh, Fells High School, mm -hmm. I would catch the 23 bus, mm -hmm. and I would go all the way to Broad and Island, and right. I would wait for the 6 bus to go uptown. Mm -hmm. And I remember standing there, and it was everybody out there. Uh, Dutchie from Major Figures, um, Jay Mills, uh, oh, yeah. Cassidy, they all out there just, you know, nine, you know I was yeah. the only girl right in the right. middle just listening to all the niggas, so yeah. <laughs> Good old days. Yo, that was the shit, though. I ain't gonna hold you. Good old days. Now, I want to talk a little bit about Versus, because, I mean, we were texting about it, and I know you got a big relationship with 50 Cent, mm -hmm. and it was a lot of talk about Lil Wayne versus 50 Cent, mm -hmm. and you care to tell me your reasoning behind it, even though you had a relationship with 50 Cent during the F and Vodka days? Yes. I'm about to say, don't be having, put no room without there. We ain't had no relationship. No, not relationship, like, together, no, I know, but I know. business. That's probably why he don't fuck with me that much no more, because I didn't want to have relations. Let me stop. But anyway, that's another story. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. Yeah, tell me what you no, think. No, no. So, yeah, shout out to the boy five. Good peoples, by the way. Um, yeah, this is a touchy subject, because it's Wayne versus 50 him. Cent. And it's crazy, because... As I said, right. I'm a fan of punchlines, metaphors, double entendres, triple entendres, and Wayne do all of that. Right. So by default, I'm a fuck with Wayne as a spitter. Okay, but they both are amazing men, and they both have hits amongst them, the both of them. Right. Um. So if we're gonna do verses, of you know, a verses, twenty verses, twenty songs. Shout out fifty. You know what I mean? Like I said, we did have a, a business relationship. He co-signed me. He posted me on his Twitter account, right. his Instagram page. Okay. We met. We, we talked several times. Right. We did business. I was a part of the whole FN Vodka movement and campaign. Um, I'm going to go with Wayne. You going to go with Wayne? The reason why is I think it's more songs that I can identify with. Mm -hmm. um, again, I come from that era where punchlines matter. I don't think 50 use a lot of punchlines. No, so I'm no. listening to right. clever little lines that's, ooh, shit over your head. They both got hits. Right. Now, if this was a mogul entrepreneur More versus, I'm riding with Curtis Jackson. But right. if we're talking about lyrics, I'm going to ride with Dwayne Carter. That's fair. I can respect that. I definitely can respect that. Let me ask you this. Do you feel like... And, and, don't and, be mad at me, Five. If you... <laughs> he like, hey, it is what it is. Do you feel like staying busy is a response to trauma? I just want you, mm. your feelings on that. Because I, 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 I can identify with that sentiment, but I want to know because you just went through trauma mm. and a lot of us like to stay busy to avoid what comes after the trauma. If you're busy, it'll take your mind off of the trauma, the past trauma. Mm -hmm. However, you don't want to overwhelm yourself. I thought I used to think that. I used to think that that would work. Like if I overwork myself, if I stay active, if I stay busy, I'm not going to think about the shit that's just really happening. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. But in actuality, mm -hmm. sometimes that's causing more trauma and more stress because you're overwhelming yourself. Okay. Um, 
especially with me, with me having ulcerative colitis, mm -hmm. which is a, a illness that makes you very fatigued and weak. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm anemic and I, I lost a lot of blood, I lost 50 pounds in a month because I was bleeding oh. internally. Yeah, I had three ulcers on my colon. So I was bleeding internally and right. I lost excessive weight. I lost 50 pounds in one month. That's a lot of weight to lose in a short period of time. Huh. So now I'm not as, like my equilibrium and my mobility is a little off. Like I'm not as strong as I used to be. I'm strong mentally, but physically I'm not as strong as I, I need to be. So now if a bitch want to try me, you getting shot because I probably can't rumble you. Mm, like I feel like right. like I gotta wait till I get back again. <laughs> so yeah. what did they say about the equilibrium? Because that's the part I didn't kind of like yeah. get. How did how well, does it throw your equilibrium? Well, for me in my case, mm -hmm. I was in the hospital for th like thirteen days. Okay. So they didn't allow me to get up and move around and exercise because I was connected to an IV the whole time because I needed a blood transfusion because of the amount of blood I lost. Mm. So that said, um, mm -hmm. I was stuck like this. Imagine just laying like this mm -hmm. for thirteen days straight, and right. somebody coming and taking four tubes three tubes of blood from you every day, putting you on morphine. You just taking medication and being poked with needles and getting your IV changed. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just yeah. putting myself in that state. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but I was like that for 13 days. So by the time I got out, they had to send me home in a wheelchair because I couldn't even walk. So I lost all my mobility. I'm, my legs are stronger than my upper body. Okay. So right now, with me having that, I feel like um, mm -hmm. it just really took a lot out of me. And... And overworking myself right now and staying busy is probably not conducive for me. Okay. Just staying focused on one thing at a time is best for me, health-wise. And j just until I get my strength back. Now, have now with this situation, because it's dealing with your stomach mm -hmm. and your colon, and colon and do you stomach. feel like now you have to change your diet completely and go oh. into vegan and oh. organic? and Without a doubt. Okay. That's exactly what I had to do. Like, the things that I thought was healthy ain't. Right. Like... I can't eat tomatoes no more because they have seeds in it. I can't eat regular iceberg lettuce or romaine lettuce. And I thought nothing was healthier than a salad. Right. I can, I can eat baby spinach, though. I can eat spinach. The only vegetables I can eat is spinach, mm -hmm. um, asparagus, right. and baby spinach. Okay. I can't eat collard greens. I can't eat string beans. I right. can't eat Brussels sprouts. Like, all the stuff that I thought was good for me, I can, I can eat fish. Okay. But it can't be fried. It can be baked. It can be baked or... or, or Sauteed. Okay. Um, so when you go to restaurants, you gotta be more. It gotta be like a gluten sensitive menu. Okay. Yeah, I can eat. The only pizza I can eat is white pizza because there's no no sauce, no sauce on, it. on it. Which I do like white pizza. I love white pizza if it's done yeah, it's right. It's good. It's good. So it's just like me. I'm, I'm basically like. So my weight is never going to be what it was because, like you said, plant based, gluten free, mm -hmm. and the stuff that I was eating prior was the cheese steaks, the the of course. the Chick Fil A, the double cheeseburgers cheese with the bacon on top, and the provolone cheese. And I'm gonna miss me some provolone and pepper jack cheese. The only cheese I can eat is sharp, Swiss, and Parmesan. Wow, those are only three cheeses I can eat. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. Now going back to relationships, what's your trust level with men now? now oh, it's, it's at an all time low. It's okay. at an all time low. Because I was literally with somebody who I felt like was my equal. I had never really been with anybody who I feel like I can bar bar for bar with. Like, oh, right. he was a rapper. Yeah, he's, you know. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Why she said? You know, yeah, you crazy. it's just funny because yeah, yeah, you know, you know like, yeah. Like, yeah. But it's oh, like it's hell, it yo. was it was cute at the time, and I thought uh -huh. it was a good joint. But come right. to find out, it was a bad joint. Right. And then to paint this narrative that you know I was this person or I did these things, mm -hmm. 
and to say that you wrote raps for me and to say that I, just all oh, I bought a blue check. <laughs> you know, like when people are sad or angry, right? They do anything. I think they'll say literally anything to kind of like you know change the narrative. Okay. And it's up to whoever that's listening to believe or not. Right. The people that got got mm -hmm. common sense, I think they know the truth. But right. yeah, that shit was crazy. So what did that lead to you from a social media standpoint? Because I know you took a break from social media. Yeah, because also I was sick, not because of him, but because I was sick. Okay. I didn't want nobody to see me like that. I don't want nobody to see me. I mean, you can literally see the bones in my back. That's how skinny I was. Like, I was like, all you seen was eyes and teeth. Because I already got big eyes. So when I was so right. skinny that all you seen was my eyes and my teeth. Right. I didn't want nobody to see me like that. How can I yeah. take a picture and Trying look cute? To cute. <laughs> yeah. So I took a break because of how I was feeling and looking. I was like, right. I'm going to just get back when it's time to. Right. When I feel better about myself as a woman and as an artist. Right. You know, I let them up. You know, I... In my story, I posted a few things in my story, like, mm -hmm. hey, this is, if y'all was wondering where I was at for a couple months, this is where I'm at, my Nazareth Hospital. Got the best doctors taking care of me. Thank God for great insurance. <laughs> Thank but, you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And just want to put that out there. Listen to anybody, get checked out. Like, right. even if you afraid, because I was afraid. That's why it took me a mm -hmm. while to go in and see what was wrong, because I thought that they was going to tell me I had cancer. But when they ran a biopsy on my ulcers, come to find out my blood work was flawless. They was like, you don't even have a common cold. They checked me for everything under the sun. All I got was the ulcerative colitis, thank God, because mm -hmm. they could have ran the biopsy and they said, yeah, we found cancer cells. Right. And thank God that wasn't the situation. But right. whoever is listening and watching, just please get checked out. Mm -hmm. It could be the smallest thing, the smallest lump you feel in your breast. Just anything that's wrong with your body that's just awkward or feel out of place, mm -hmm. it's better to find out sooner than later. For sure. Because I waited late. And I needed a blood transfusion, and I almost died. So just, yeah, right. just wanted to put that out there. I'm just that was a good, thinking that about was it. Good. No, you needed to do that because us. In, I'm telling you, in the black men community, too, because guys be thinking, men. guys be thinking, oh, if my girl got checked out. I'm cool because she cool. No, no, because Easy E had AIDS and his wife didn't. Right. Do y'all remember? Yeah, I do. Okay, you think he was wearing a condom with his wife? No. Right. So, so. just because somebody that you're dealing with is cool, that don't mean you cool. Just get checked out. It's just best to get checked out. And they tested me for everything. So I know I'm straight. <laughs> well, <laughs> technically I'm not because I'm stuck with a lifetime illness and they don't have a cure for my disease. Oh, so this is lifetime. Oh, yeah. I got to take medication for the rest of my life. You ever heard of Crohn's disease? Yes. It's in the Crohn's family. So it's the baby to the Crohn's. It's, it's Crohn's disease, it's IBS, and then it's ulcerative colitis. So I have the baby to the... So luckily Damn. I don't have Crohn's because with Crohn's, oh. sometimes I, you got to get your intestines removed. I don't have that one. I have the baby version of the disease. Of yeah. Get checked, man. Seriously. It, it's, 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 and it's no it was joke. sharp stomach pains, like I said, from July 2022 that I was ignoring. It wasn't until I started feeling my back and feeling the bones in my back. That's when I was like, okay, it's time. Now, how do they find out if you have? Is it a test they oh, run? Oh, yeah. Uh, colonoscopy and a CAT scan. Okay. Yeah. So I had both. I had the CAT scan first, and they say, okay, that's when they was like, there's something definitely there. But for us to be able to figure out if it's Crohn's or ulcerative, we got to do a colon. I was like, uh, right. I got to get that done. They was like, don't worry, we're going to put you to sleep. You're not going to feel it. I said, oh, great. I woke up, and they was like, yeah, we found three ulcers on your colon, and you have UC. Man, well, listen, Tammy, I'm praying for you, queen. I, <laughs> I can't wait to see you get back. All Now, do you feel like you're going to get all the way back or you're going to always kind of like fight I mean, it with the gonna, weight and everything? 
yeah, that's going to be a struggle because I have to limit my diet. So I can't eat the things that I was eating before that made me. Like, I, I was heavy on the sweet potatoes, on the yams. I can eat sweet potato, baked potato, but I can't eat yams no more. Where with the sugar, the sugar and, and the honey, honey and all that stuff and the all cinnamon. All that sweet stuff. Mm-mm. So those are things, like, every holiday... I would gain weight because I was eating mac and cheese, string beans, collard greens, the turkey, the ham, and the yams, and the potato salad. Yeah, None of that. No that. So now my, my plate is like salmon, asparagus, and baked potato. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? Yo, <laughs> like, Lame-ass yeah, that- plate. Lame-ass <laughs> little-ass plate. <laughs> so I'm on some model shit. Like like Yo. I said, skinny as fuck, little butt, Cola Reagan. <laughs> Like I gotta. Oh yeah, like, you said that in the yeah, song. Yeah, I said that. I said that in the song. Now you know what you know what <laughs> caught me a little bit with that um, song with the Drew Hill sample. What made you? Well, is that, that one song, of your favorite? No, that song was on Rejuvenated, but yeah, Rejuvenated. you on the you on the right track. But right. on the I'ma Live is the song is where I said skinny as fuck little butt Coyle Ray. <laughs> but no, yeah, <laughs> no, that was just a sample that. Mm-hmm. And shout out Coyle Ray. That's my she, she. I fucks with her. She dope. Yeah, yeah. I like her. Um. So that wasn't a jab. It just was like I was identifying what she's skinny she, with the little, little butt. butt. And that's right. what I'm on. That's like I, people used to seeing me all thick and now I'm all skinny. So it's like. Right. But no, um, the Drew Hill sample was just something my producer, Harris, shout out Harris. He's from Uptown too. Okay. Um, he just sent me that and that was yes. the vibe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm back. Right. Yeah. Like I never left. Yes. Bless. Why would I ever stress? Real bitches over here. You know what I mean? Like it was just the vibe. <laughs> okay. But, and I, I only thought that because I thought. You like the 90s. I remember mm-hmm. you saying you like the 90s so yep. much. And I thought Drew Hill was kind of like one of the groups you banged with. Oh, back. yeah, definitely. Drew oh. Hill, Silk, all yeah. them little right. 90s groups. Yeah, I'm definitely, sure. I love it. If I can go back into air, any era, it would be the 70s and the 90s. Why the 70s? Because I like the afros and it's like people the, used to always say I look like Thelma from Good Times. So I like the. <laughs> Shout out to Thelma. Yes. I like the whole bell bottoms. and the, Right. Yeah, yeah. That's, I like that. I used to love watching Good Times. Right. And Coffee and Foxy Brown, all them movies, yeah. Right now, now Black Russian, I want to mm-hmm. get to that because I they always. <laughs> That's where you know me from. Those that hair, Black, Russian, Russian, Black Russian shit. <laughs> yo, mm-hmm. I never met someone of that. You know, so can you talk about just that roots of being Black and Russian, like that whole? Well, I'm not Black and Russian, but I speak it, and the reason why is because when I worked at the Shelton Mall, which is where you met me at House of Beauty, right. Um, Marquita introduced us. Shout out Marquita. Yeah, shout out That's to my her. baby. She going through something right now. So, you know, prayers, prayers to, to her, prayers sure. to Mar. But yeah, they were owned by Russians. So I wanted to know what the fuck they was talking about. Like, I'm not going to be working at some place <laughs> for all these years and I don't know what y'all really saying. Right. And you dealing with my money. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm here more than I'm home because I've worked seven days a week sometimes. Like, okay. no, I want to know what y'all saying. Right. So it was, it was a, it was mandatory that I learn and I had an option to pick up on a second language in college and I chose Russian. So I said when I go back to go back to work, I'm gonna fuck their head up. So yeah, that you know, no, I'm definitely not Russian. I'm all <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not Russian. But yeah, I got other shit in me, but I'm not Russian. Oh okay. but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I always wondered about that. No. Cause I the last time it. you came, this was years back, I never got an opportunity to ask you because I know you always represent that. Mm-hmm. Like even your LLC yeah. is in there. Mm-hmm. So black Russian LLC, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to my Russian community. They love me. I love them. And you be speaking that shit to them. Yeah, it be fucking their head up. I remember one time <laughs> I was at Bell's Market, which is in uh, Cruise Town, Northeast, like a Cruise Town area of Northeast. Okay. And this little boy was talking mm-hmm. to his mom, but he kept on, I guess he had like a soccer game to go to. He kept on saying, Mamichka, Katurichas, Katurichas, Mamichka. And she was like, Odin, second. So I was like, 
P-I-T-S-S. And she was like, turned around, like I told him what time it was. And she was like. Oh, that's what that means? Well, Katori Chess is what time is it? Yeah. Okay. And okay. then he was like, Mamishka, like, that's mom. Like, Mamishka, Mamishka, Katori Chess. And she was like, oh, then second, which is one second. Like, she ain't had no watch on. She was just busy shopping. She wasn't really paying the young boy no that's mind. So but crazy. Yeah. So it, she turned around. <laughs> she was like. Oh, you! How do you learn? And, right. and she had a million questions, and I just kept it short. I was like, I just know it. Just right. know, I just right. know, I know it. Right. <laughs> well, Tammy Jean, I'm praying for you, Queen, and I Thank always you so appreciate much. your support. Yeah. Hope you know with the podcast and what I'm doing, and and you know, as an artist, you always been dope. You always been a family of the show. This is actually your second time here, so yes. it's been a minute though. But the you first know, time I gave you bars, you know, and all that. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I definitely remember. Now, and I, you came a long way because you know you always had a nice setup. But the fact that you in Jersey now with a right. bigger studio, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm proud of you. I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. And I always represent. She always represent Uptown. So mm-hmm. introduce your song because we about to play it right now. Let the people know Which how they can playing? follow you. Which we want to actually play the song. The I'm a Live song? Yeah. yeah okay, cool. Yeah, introduce so, it. So, it's your girl Tammy Jean, formerly known as Lady Merc. You can follow me on all platforms at I am Tammy Jean. That's Tammy spelled with an I, not a Y. And we about to get into I'm a Live, produced by Harrix on my new, my new EP, Unbreakable. That's what it is, man. Since that motherfucker put the gun in my head Damn Fuck was I thinking giving life to the dead Damn Doc said that it triggered what I had Now I'm stuck losing weight in a hospital bed Damn He can't sleep, can't walk, keep crying Thinking dead, Lord, I'm too blessed to be dying So much confusion, a blood transfusion Scared me to death, but Lord knows I'm trying Cause I'm a fighter and I always been Water over the bridge, but a bitch could never swim She gon' shine bright and take flight like a pelican Evil little thoughts in my head, I'm a leprosy Fuck all you fake ass bitches, y'all irrelevant And I see nothing good last forever That's definite, 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 damn uh. I see nothing good last forever Trust a nigga, I'll probably never Fickle bitches all stick together Now I know what it is, ain't no fucks I'ma give I'ma live, I'ma live I see nothing good last forever Trust a nigga, I'll probably never Imagine what it's like losing 50 pounds in a month Can't eat or sleep with this pain in your fucking gut Thank God for Mama Merch, she a rider She tough on the baby, but she stood right beside her Every appointment right there, right by her Late night, two week flicks, Halloween, Mike Myers Devil got my soul, God, why have you forsaken? I'm thinking, a flower can't grow without breaking Kept serving real body, real ass, y'all was hating Now I'm skinny as fuck, little butt, Coyle Rayin I'm saying 24 hours in a day So I'ma get it all back, ain't no delaying I see nothing good last forever Trust a nigga, I'll probably never Fickle bitches all stick together Now I know what it is, ain't no fucks I'ma give I'ma live, I'ma live I see nothing good last forever Trust a nigga, I'll probably never Fickle bitches all stick together Now I know what it is, ain't no fucks I'ma give I'ma live, I'ma live I mean, y'all tried it Y'all tried to take me out, I definitely almost checked But all the diarrhea this illness gave me Only made me want to come back and shit on motherfuckers And I ain't want to say nothing But uh, I ain't been to a public orange bag since like 1995 But I was bag over neck Like a real bitch <laughs> Took me out my element
it's your boy DJ Bugsy, Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. I had my second guest. This is episode 109. This woman needs really no introduction for working with artists like Diddy, Gilly the Kid, Wallow, Glenn Lewis, you know, Back Rough House, you know, Lauren Hill, the Fugees, Criss Cross. Need I say more, it's the one and only Giovanni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, you funny as hell, yo. So, f- first of all, let me just give y'all just a little background on Giovanni before I let her talk and do her ones and twos. Because I met Giovanni some years ago, and she had artists come on my platform, and we built a friendship. And she's always been a real one. She's always reached out, yo, Bugs, you should come here. Bugsy, I need you on this. Bugsy, I need you on that. Unlike a lot of y'all other weird-ass <laughs> niggas in Philly, she's always showing love. So I just want to put that out there. Because I'm not mm-hmm. one of them dudes that's going to hold no chase. I'm going to straight tell you how it is. Right. This woman is genuine. She don't got no, like, picks and favoritism and, oh, I need this guy. and uh, Like, no, she's straight like bugs. I need you on that. So I just want you to say, give you your flowers for I that. appreciate that. I really for, do. For sure. Because there's the, like some weird people out here. There's a lot of weird people out here. <laughs> you want to start glad. with weird people? <laughs> we can start with weird people. Yeah, let's, let's go. Okay. So... Let first of all, I want to know from you because you are the epitome of a Sylvia Rome, like someone on that level when it comes to talking about artists and how to move artists and how to market artists and different things like that. So, I want to know from you what is holding Philly back when it pertains to talent reaching mainstream and there's so many gaps in between from PNB Rock to Meek Mill to Little Uzi Vert to now we got Rocky. It looks promising for her, but from and you actually worked with her. What's mm-hmm. your thoughts on what's keeping Philly back and they're not reaching the next level? Well, before I start, shout out to Rocky, my favorite hustler. Like I really love her. But um from my experience, I really think that what holds people back in Philly is ego mm. and 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 not wanting to work together. Like for some reason, people in Philly feel like they have to gatekeep or they need to mm. um, just keep everything to themselves. And, and if you look at, you know, a lot of successful people, right. they bring people in and they share and they bring people in to do things that they cannot do. They don't sit there in front and fake. Right. Because a lot of y'all front and fake because y'all call me for help. And then when we see on <laughs> social media, <laughs> I don't get mentioned ever. But that's cool. But I'm just saying, like. Right. That's just the Philly vibe. I don't know what it is, but... You don't get tagged? You don't get... No. And to be honest, you know, I, you I started... I, no, I, I, I cared in the beginning, but now 18 years in. Right. I don't, because when I see you, you know, you have to... You know what I mean? So it's just like, <laughs> it doesn't bother me anymore, because as long as you know right. that I know that you know, then it's cool. I, I'm good with it. You don't have to publicly... No, I don't. Okay. Because they know. Right. So that's why I think that, you know, my reputation has been such such protected all this time is right. because of the amount of people that I did help without wanting credit or whatever the case may be. So when my name does come up, mm-hmm. you know, usually it's really, really good things because people just know, you know, if I call Gio, she's going to help me. She right. ain't going to ask me for money. She's not going, you know what I mean? She's going to think about that second and really just try to help me. So I appreciate it. So talk about that. Talk about people that you help just on the strength versus having a contract and money. Like, 
what certain people do you feel like, oh, we're going to get this on paper or we gonna, you're going to do this versus um, a favor? I have to be invested. Like, I have to have interest for me to want to be dealing with you long term. Okay. And even with my long term contracts, I never before this year ever put people on contracts for more than six months. Mm. You have to renew it after six months because I may just be tired of you after six months. So I never put myself in that position as to where I have to be locked into something that I don't want to be locked in. And the only way I'm putting it on paper is if I have interest first, like, that's it. So I would rather just give you an alley-oop and not deal with you before you, you know, before I have to deal with you every day. Okay, and that's and I feel like that's very smart. But yeah. can you talk about a short-term contract or a contract period that went bad to the point where you wasn't talking to them ever and they just... Was it ever a time where they kind of like share stuff on social media to make you be who you're not versus who you are? Mm. Has that ever came a time when that happened? Um, Only time I really had an issue with somebody sharing something about who I am was when I bought the basketball team. Oh, right. okay. Before in, in entertainment, I think that my reputation is pretty solid. Like people don't really cross me too much. But um, when I bought the basketball team, there was a whole nother thing. That was a whole nother world that I didn't have as much experience in. So okay. I don't think I made all the right decisions, but the, the decisions that I did make, mm-hmm. I'm standing on them. So, okay, you know. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So a lot of players were upset sometimes when I made certain decisions and you know, it was a point at one time when I wasn't happy with anything that was going on, and I went upstairs after a game and told everybody to get the F out. Coaches, players, everything. Mm. So that didn't really receive <laughs> <laughs> That didn't receive, like, a, a whole lot of goodness. Right. But yeah. I felt that's what I felt. Like, right. it was it was getting to the point where things were getting out of my control, and the only way for me to control it was to get rid of everybody. I didn't want to figure out what the problem was anymore. I just needed just a clean slate in the middle of the season, and that's what I did. So those doors has been closed since then, you, or, are you, or are you still the owner? No, I'm still the owner. Yeah, we starting back with season November. Really? Yep. Congratulations yep. on that. Thank you. It's our fourth season. It is? Mm-hmm. Congratulations yep, on that. Yep, yep. So are you a big year, sports person? Like I'm a, a bas- basketball person. Really? Not sports, but basketball. Yeah, I come from a basketball family. My dad played professional basketball. My mom went to school on a college scholarship playing basketball. My brother played basketball. Everybody played basketball. So My who's uncle. your father? Um, His name is Ronnie Thompson. He played overseas. Okay. That's how oh, he I got was, my name, so that's yeah, cool. That's how I was born in France because he was playing overseas. You was born in France? Mm-hmm. Yep, in Montpreson. So you speak French? I can, but don't ask me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't, because I don't want to do that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That shit crazy, yo. I never yeah. would have thought it. Yeah. And then what what so if you seen your folks heavy in sports, what made you go into the music business? I just didn't have any interest of it in it in that type of way. Okay. The music business just came upon out of a lot of series of a lot of events. It wasn't something that I wanted to do. It's just something that just it was Lands just a part of lap. the journey. Like, I started off in New York as a model. I had a baby. I ended up kind of just using them contacts and going into styling. Mm-hmm. And then I got the job at Rough House for styling initially. Oh, really? For, yeah, so, for Glenn thing. Lewis. You That's what I got Glenn hired Lewis. to do his tour and all of that stuff. The album, all of that stuff, I got hired as an image consultant first. 
Yeah. Wow. So I was just going up there every day and mm-hmm. everybody just loved me. Mm-hmm. And I started like, you know, dealing yeah, with artists crazy. a little bit. Yeah. I started dealing with artists a little bit and mm-hmm. I was bringing people up there and they was just like, one day they was just like, yo, why don't you try being a junior A&R? Like you kind of got it a little bit. Okay. And I was just like, oh, let me just try it. And that's how it happened. So let's talk about A&Rs and talk about artist development because mm-hmm. I definitely think artist development is missing. It's missing. In our game. Do it's you horrible. F- it's non-existent. <laughs> and I don't even know how they feel like that they can just continue like this because it's really like I go to these shows with these popular kids and this and that and it's just like what's going on on stage is just like ridiculous. Okay. It's ridiculous. Okay. So what what do you think from your perspective, since you got 18 years in, mm-hmm. why did they pull all this artist development and A&R? Like, why did they downgrade? Why did they... I think strictly budgeting. And when one person got lit off of getting a kid off of YouTube, right? then they just started thinking that they needed to take away the foundation. And I just don't, I just don't agree with that. Okay. And I just feel like when the kids were just... They, you know, started, basically, they're just picking people off TikTok. So they already have the built-in following and all that stuff, which right. was a lot of stuff that we did, like with the PR, the marketing and all that that you did to build up artists back in the day. Mm-hmm. So it kind of cut the job in half. And I just feel like that he was just like, oh, we'll need you. So mm-hmm. now it's just a bunch of artists with their uncles and their cousins that's around them. And the label is just like, you know, battling them and just getting in where they finish kind of thing. And it's just, it doesn't, I don't know. It's just a lost art. And I don't think that it was the right thing to do because I think that it kind of like um, just offended the true artistry. Like, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, it offended, sure. it just offended just the history of it. It's just like, you know, now it's just so watered down. Damn, right. And before it was such an accomplishment for you to walk into a label, get signed and all of that stuff and just all the workings of all of those things Things. and just what it built for um, you just even as a person, your self-esteem, you know, just all Mm -hmm. of those things. Like it was it was just like people were. As a kid, they were looking on TV and wanting to be that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't know necessarily if it's that same type right. of vibe right now. It's almost like where kids don't even value the the work that it takes, takes to, to, to do they it. They just so, think it's going to become yeah. quick. Everything is microwavable. Everything is microwavable. And, and, you know, nothing about the microwave is good. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Yo, she like a professor with this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. For all the colleges that are watching, I do need a curriculum at one point. But yeah. Or you want to do that? You want to teach it? Yeah, no, I definitely would want to teach it. At some okay. Point. I don't know if I'm there yet, but I feel like I'm, I'm gearing com- myself to get it. So, holler at me. Speaking of college, a lot of college kids, and we're going to talk about Angel Reese, she, she gets a, a lot of NIL deals. Mm-hmm. And I want to know from your perspective, what kind of deal you equate that to the music industry? What deals can artists get that's kind of similar to that? I think that artists need to, well, at Geo Global, my yeah, let's talk about plug, um, we build triple threats. So when you come in as an artist, we are going to find out what else that you can do so that we can pull in other resources from that. So mm-hmm. say one person, they are an artist, but we're going to get them into hosting. We're going to get them into acting. So we're basically creating three bridges to the one goal. 
So with that, it comes to you opening up the door for different partnerships with different people. You know what I mean? Because the music situation is so, so, so saturated. You know, there may be a better opportunity for you as an actor. And that happened. All the time. Look at Joey Badass. Right. And look at my old client, Sky Black. He's now a huge actor, but he was an artist. He did not want to give up on that dream. He did not. He did not care if... He was, like, he did not care. Okay. He felt like that he was supposed to be a singer, and an amazing singer he is. Yeah. He started off dancing with Beyonce, Rihanna, Mar- Mariah Carey. That's when I got him. And, you know, he moved. He actually lived with me. He did? And he recorded his album. Yes, he lived with At me. At your house? For, Y'all had, like, a recording No, suit. we, I, we oh. partnered with um, mm-hmm. a producer. Okay. Named Ben Ford, who had like an artist house type of thing. So you okay. could like stay there and different things like that. And we recorded his album. And he lived with me for like six or seven months. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he yep. still had to pay you for you doing no, what you're doing. He, I, he was signed to me. So that okay. was different. Right. Not it wasn't like a it wasn't like a brand management PR. He was like I was his manager. Like we was in the trenches together. together. Yeah. Okay. And he got a, um an audition. Mm-hmm. Can't remember what it was for, but he's been rocking ever he's since. He's been rocking ever since, and he is a movie star at this point. I mean, I'm super, super proud of him. He okay. is really, really hitting his goals, motion pictures on every Tyler Perry thing, or you know, right, he's yeah. amazing. So, Shout but that's just him. what I'm saying. He, we had right. to pivot. Sometimes you have to pivot or just open up your your mind to different things to get you to the goal. So now if he wanted to put out an album, he totally could because he has the money to pay for it and he has right. everybody's ear, but he's yeah. not going to do that. But you know what I'm saying? So it right. works like that sometimes. Right. Do you ever just consult and get paid to consult? Yes. So if an artist call you and they had need advice? No, managers call me all the time. And really? I have learned to... Yeah, bro, you have to pay me this per hour. I'm not going to talk to you after seven, eight minutes, then it just, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> and you can send me a cash app, and then I'll pick the phone back up. <laughs> That's how it's going to work. No, because people will wear you out. And, right. and before, I just was in the space where I just wanted to help. Now I don't. Right. It's not that I don't want to help, but I have to just protect what it is that it took me so long to get. You yeah, know what I mean? Like right. just like you said, I'm giving professor vibes. So you gotta pay for the professor. <laughs> <laughs> you got to Yo, you crazy, like, Jay. You just had to. But no, managers call me all the time and I love them, but they don't listen. Anyway, right. Whatever. Yeah. Now let's talk about relationships because <laughs> I want to know how you managed all this, G, because I know we talk behind the scenes and you talk about how you make an emphasis if if someone break up with you, how you just kind of like shove it in their face on purpose. So I want you to talk about like, <laughs> like that, is that just, just you or that, what? like tell I me mean, about like relationships and how have you, have you, so have hard. some of the men you dealt with been jealous of your success yeah, and how have you I navigated mean, that? Um, And let's, I'm talking separate and apart from the relationship that I'm in right now. But men, you know, it kind of sucks because men, they admire the hustle. They admire the ambition. Mm -hmm. But then when they get in it and they see what it takes, then it's like either they don't want to deal with it or the the admiration turns into competition. 
So it's like, oh, you did this. Oh, I did this today. Right. Oh, you did this. You did this today. And it's like for me, being in a male-dominated industry, I don't want to come and take all this off and then still have to battle a nigga. Like I'm not trying to do that. Like right. I'm at niggas' throats all day long. I don't want to really do that in my relationship. So it's very hard for men to really like see me as that. Okay. Because I am such a beast, so they're automatically thinking in their mind that I'm going to be like that in a relationship. Right. So I think that that's why a lot of men are very skeptical to approach me sometimes. And then, you know, people just, social media just makes people think that yeah. you're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs all day. And you know, <laughs> I'm just not. And on top of that, I'm a mother. So it's like, right. you know what I mean? So it, yeah. it, the admiration turns into competition okay. all the time, majority of the time. And that's why you had breakups for the most yeah, part. Yeah, or just not even, we don't even get to the breakup, but we're just where I'm just not in a space where right. I am, you know, mm -hmm. feeling like I can be in a relationship with this person or whatever. Okay. So, so y'all kind of like grow apart. Yeah, and it's just like, bro, I'm not about to be battling you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I kind of feel like, guys, like in my mindset, I think that I'm like so decent, right? So if I'm I your girl, she, I think she's decent, right? So if I'm your girl, right. I, I would feel like that you would be like have like a little bit of pride about it or whatever. But a lot of times they really try to dim you, they try to shut that thing off and they try to just push it to the max to see like if. Mm -hmm you're really who you say you are. And so that's where it really gets like crazy. Cause I would think like, I would be like, yo, yeah, Gio's my girl. Like, right. <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I have yet to, for any of you niggas to post me on your social media. I have yet for any of you niggas to ever take me out on Valentine's day. I have yet for any of that stuff. Really? I'm serious. And people, yeah, I'm so serious. But not the new situation. No comment. But I'm just saying, I, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm just serious, though. And I feel like it's a I gift can't. and a curse. It's my like, guys, hurts. do not. My heart is hurting. Yeah, but you would. And, and I can't believe it. It's so like, many bro, guys are always like, you have to be married. No, I'm not. I go through hell with these men. Right. The situation that I'm in now is mm. a lot better because I've known him for a very long time. So okay. he knows me, yeah. but he still doesn't know how to handle me. Like, you know, yeah. he doesn't know right. how to handle it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's still, it's right. still, it's a difference it's between a somebody being your friend, not a battle, but it's just not necessarily having the, what, knowing what to do or how to, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm back outside. So when coming back outside, you know, a lot of stuff comes with that. So it's just like, sure. you know, I want him to be, right. you know, right there. But right. you don't want to be right there. So it's like, <laughs> like mm, yeah. So yeah. it's hard. But I'm hoping, right, you know, so. I'm not getting any younger. Right. So hopefully I'll hit, I'll be seeing, walking down the aisle one day. I don't know. You still it's have really, that dream? I do. I really, really do. I want to be a wife, like, totally. Okay. I want to be a wife because I'm like a I'm a natural helper. Right. And I and I and I like like I have a lot of examples around me of wives, husband and wives, wives that have built empires. You know what I'm saying? That have built like even my parents, even though they got a divorce before they got a divorce, they built an empire. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I want to be able to do that with my husband, but hopefully <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I don't understand y'all dudes, man. No, I mean, I, I don't. I really don't. But I can't talk because it's not like I'm married. But at the same time, I, I'm looking at G like, what's really good? Like, why 
I don't know. I, I'm that. starting to think that it's me, but I really am trying. And you know what I had to learn, though? I had to learn how to turn it off. Before, I didn't know how to turn it off in my younger years, but now mm-hmm. in my late 30s, I know how to turn it off. So right. when I come, when I'm in the presence of my significant, significant other, other, I am not Gio. I am Giovanni. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I had to learn that. So all those past relationships, that could be probably a little bit a part of the reason because I didn't know how to turn the whole thing Switch off. off. Yeah. Right. But now I do. So hopefully, uh, we'll see. So what's the ideal date for you? Because a lot of guys don't know how to court No, and I mean, courting and dating is just ridiculous. Like, I, at this point, like, mm-hmm. and again, this has nothing to do with the relationship I am, but guys have reached out to me to go out on dates. At this point, I don't want to go out on a date. I don't want to go to dinner with you. Like, you have to go beyond that. I don't want to go to dinner with you. So I just want to put that out there. I do not want to go to dinner with you unless we are in another state. Okay. And you've gone above and beyond because I don't, I'm not, I'm right. just not there anymore because okay. I've just been worn out with that. So, like, think of something else, else. than just that. Right. So, sky you know, diving, I like that. Maybe skydiving. Right. Diving, I like that fun. A like, boat. Yeah, boat, go karting. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know something, but I don't want to go to mm. dinner with y'all. So, let me just put that out there. Okay. Mm-mm. I can feed myself. I don't need you to feed me. I'm not, I don't need a free meal. <laughs> I need an experience, okay? So if we, the only way we having a dinner is if it's on a plane or in another state. Okay. At this point. Okay. Yeah. Make a lot of sense. Y'all better step the game up, bro. That's what it is. Step, step the game up. Jesus. <laughs> I, be, I always say, I just want to be back in the day. Back in the day? <laughs> the men? Back in the day. Oh, you like to eat? I'm going to buy you a restaurant. Oh, you do here? I'm buying you a salon. Oh, you do this? Wait. You know what I'm saying? Back yeah. in the day, they knew what was going on, but right. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this has nothing to do with, but current. I'm just saying yeah. this is just overall yeah, in general. Overall, men need to step their game up, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Like men need to step their game up. If you, it's just like men think they're the prize now, and I don't even understand it. Yeah, I don't You're not the it. prize. Let me put that out there. Let me look into the camera. Men, you are not the prize. I am, okay? That's a fact. That's it. So until you realize that, then good luck. I don't know. Right. Because I'm not about to wrap you up and put no bow on you. I'm going to tell you that now, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is going back to the music business. A lot of artists that I've came across with or been on this platform say there's too many people that stuck in the same position for a long time in the city and they're not helping the, the culture move. All of y'all. And I would love to name names. Like, right. y'all got to stop. Right. You yeah. got to stop. Right. That's yeah. just it. Because you're not even helping. You're not even advancing. Like, if it's a money grab, I mean, you've been grabbing money for 20 plus years. Like, let it go. Right. Because it's some, I'm, I'm just waiting for somebody to take one of these people out. And maybe I had, maybe that's a part maybe. of my mission. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think, I think, it, think is. it is. I really think it is because you're not helping. You're not helping the city. We it's are stagnated. not. stagnated. We stagnated. Like, if you go to Atlanta, everybody, Bye. New York, everybody, Bye. Memphis, everybody. Bye. You come Houston, to Philly, yes. LA. It's all these little different pockets of just weird stuff. <laughs> I'm just done with it. Yo, man. I don't I'm wanna... just super done with it. Right. I am. Right. So therefore, you know me, like I, I 
I just got back into music. And yeah, because you was that, you was off for like five years, right? Yeah, I was years, off right? almost five years. Yeah, so you just signed a new artist too. I did, Legendary. Okay, I just shout signed out her. Home. Yes, it's a it's a girl. Girl, oh my yeah. bad. My She's bad. a TikTok star, so right. we are, um, you know, just in the process. Her single drops on the seventeenth. Okay. Already has like crazy amount of rotation Traction. on TikTok. Um, okay. So yeah, we good. We. About to light it up, yeah. So yeah. we're good, but I just came back into the game. I'm not asking anybody anything, you know what I'm saying? So because <laughs> you already know what to do, yeah. And, and I'm not like I'm not right. Yeah, I'm not dealing with the gatekeepers. You doing your own thing? I'm doing you don't need thing. them. I really don't. I don't need. I don't. But need why them. do do you feel like artists feel like they need that? They like, do, and every single they, time they call me and tell me that they need to go to a certain place, I tell them, no, you don't. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stop doing it. You don't need. Stop giving him you your money. You don't need the gatekeepers. Stop giving the gatekeepers this is going, your listen, money. Listen, this is going, I'm telling you, I'm dropping this whole, this gatekeeper conversation is going to be one clip and it's, shoom, Stop it's giving out. the gatekeepers your money. money. Okay. All right. You're better off seeking out some newer platforms like Radar, like right. you know this or that, right. and putting your your artistry there. Because the gatekeepers don't care. Because if they cared, they wouldn't take your money. Okay. That's off that. Yeah. So talk about this show, yo! I'm super excited. April 23rd, it goes down. I know. I, know, I, know. I can't. When you listen, the <laughs> first thing I would say, I said Ricky Rose. Uh, but then when I seen Chief Keep get added to the line, I said, how the fuck did she pull off the godfather of the drill music? The godfather of drill music. That shit I don't know. crazy. We just how needed did... like a little, yeah. we just needed to, you know, we. I mean, I want to bridge the gap. Right, right. So I just was like, you know, who yeah. who would be like yeah. a stunner? Like, right. Who would be like, what the freak? Like, are you serious? Yeah, because he that's don't do shows for. like that. Mm-mm. He so really, that's what I was looking for. I wanted that that stunning thing. Like, oh, was know? it another artist that you had my outside of him that would you thought could yeah, be? Yeah, we talked to a lot of people. Ice Spice, you know, a lot of different people. Yeah, shout okay. out to Ice Spice. She is getting the bag. Okay, shout out to Ice Spice. She really is. She is getting the bag. Go girl! Like, yeah, she killing it. Yeah. And Lola Brooke too. Lola she, Brooke too. Yeah, yeah, her price went up. Her price is going up every week. And shout out to her. I've seen that she is like the number one song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her um crazy. shout out to Reef Music. He posted it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy. That's super, super crazy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. The girls is killing it. Yeah. The yeah. girls are killing it. The girls Females. are killing it. Woman so power. In, yeah, I'm in support. That's why I did she run the city. And I actually was gonna have both of them on there. Oh, you was? Yeah. Rocky and, and Lola? No, I was gonna have I, Lola I, and Ice Spice. Spice. And Rocky. Damn. And I went and actually, um, Ooh, yeah, I, we crazy. sent the we sent the contract mm-hmm. to Ice Spice. Mm-hmm. Within three days, the price had doubled, and I was like, I can't do it. <laughs> three days. She was like, Oh, yeah. The manager was like, Oh, can't yeah. do it no more. Right. This is it. And I'm just like, Bro, I just right sent the contract. Right. We just agreed the other day. He was like, No, we got to go with. Right. I respect. And Lola too. Mad. No, Lola. Really, honestly. Her management is like really solid, and they were they were really like responsive and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody was believing in it, and they talked me out of it. Mm. This was in November, right? So this was just like just when it was, it was like, like, yeah, yeah. Nobody, they was like, "What you want to? Who's that?" Like, da, da, da. and I'm like, mm. "No, I'm telling you, 
It was her and Maya the Don. Maya the Don? Mm-hmm. Right. And they was like, no, don't get her. And I'm like, uh. And now I see it. I'm just like, bro, I could have been the first person to bring her to the Philly. Exactly. So I ain't listening to nobody no more. Now, Gio, I got a hip-hop debate question, then we out of here. Okay. Jim Jones said that Pusha T doesn't deserve to be in the top 50 all-time list because he didn't... He didn't trend. He didn't wear clothes. He don't. No one says, "Let me hear Pusha T." What's your thought? I thought that was absolute. Mm. And he thinks that NBA young boys should be in the top fifty and not Pusha T. Yeah, we gonna have to say yeah, only because. Um, see, I never even seen the list. Now, the what I will list. say, right. the clips belong into the top fifty. Okay, the group, the, the group. duo, right? The group belongs into the top, but 50. not Pusha. Not push it by itself. I, I I'm not necessarily mad at that, because again I got to see NBA young boy. NBA young boy should is, be in the top fifty. Is a generate you talking about? He is the monster of his generation, so he will be at right. some point. He will transition to that person that we admire now. Like let's say Hove Drake Wayne, you know, right. he's that mogul of the young boy. So he would have to. Right. I mean, when we gonna let them in is what I'm saying. Okay. The top fifty saying. can't be dinosaurs every all the whole time. Like you feel what I'm saying? Somebody's we gotta let some of them. I mean, he right. would be that person. Okay. I mean, I feel like right. anybody that's they're saying, Oh, I need one point five right. come outside. I mean, we gonna have to <laughs> we gonna have to give him a little sum. Yeah. Sometimes he wants two million to come outside. Yeah, so we gonna have to we gonna have to give him his up a little bit, right? right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I respect that. Yeah, Shout out to NBA Young Boy. Yeah, I ain't I mean, hating, but I mean, Pusha T is lyrical. I mean, he, he never like he he to me doesn't miss the mark. But I'm saying, if we're gonna say for um just I don't know right now, I kind of am with Jim Jones. Jim Jones, okay. he didn't put himself in there, so I mean, I'm not. <laughs> He wasn't, you know what I'm saying? So he was coming from a real place. He wasn't coming from hateration. Shout out to Jim Jones, man. I fucks with the whole dip set. No, Shout out to dip Harlem. Set my whole childhood. Like, right. What? Right. That two CD. That diplomatic that community. community. What? I just played it the other day. <laughs> just to get my vibe back. Right. Like, right. Yeah. It just puts me, me in a in different. The, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like, Shout out to Harlem. Shout out to Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. Jewel Santana. I see y'all. You mean? But this is your boy DJ Bugsy. I appreciate you, Joe. Tell no, people how they can thank follow you. you. For having me. Um, How you they can, can go to the show, me. the yes, tickets, the listen, whole thing. Go to Eventbrite, go to bossfrequencies.com, or you can pull up on the 23rd, get your ticket at the door. We got right. Rick Ross, That's right. Chief Keith, the right. Godfather in the building at the Met. Super excited. Doors open at 7, and you can always get updates on my page mm-hmm. at Geoso Global on Instagram. For sure. Well, there you have it. It's your boy, DJ Thank Bugsy. You. you know what I mean? As always, make sure you follow us on Instagram. Make sure you follow me, DJ Bugsy215. And keep it hip-hop. Make sure you subscribe. Peace. Peace.